comedy mushroom cult podcast what up fam day late dollar short you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying dog day late dollar short know what i'm saying january 3rd the year of our lord 2024 uh happy new year very excited for 2024 uh in numerology as uh, Instagram has told me, uh, on memes, because that's just where all of the news has to come from now. Um, I mean, not all of the news, but like all of the news that's like useful to society uh, has to come from memes right now. And if it doesn't come from a meme or you can't make it into at least close to a meme for me to digest it, it's not going to be news because that's just the news cycle in 2024 now. But 2024, in numerology, if you add it together, 2 plus 2 plus 4 plus 0 equals 8, okay? And in numerology, that means karma, okay? So that just means uh, what you've been putting out, you're going to get back in 2024. Um, so that's why we've been working so hard, is for the numbers to tell us that it's time. And... I'm a big woo-woo nonsense guy. You've all been here. You've all seen this. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. We have some uh, we have some new followers on on Instagrams, on uh, the TikToks, on on the all of that. Um, so I mean, welcome. Uh, if if you don't know, um, this is a psychotic podcast. Uh, it, the fine line between. Um, God, what was the, what's the lyric? Uh, it's a fine line between, oh, it's like the fine line between insane and insecure. There we go. What song is that? Between insane and insecure. Boop, boop, boop. Jesus of Suburbia. Yep, that makes sense. Um, that would be the song, but that's an eleven-minute song, seven-minute, whatever one. Uh, listen to listen to American Idiot front to back. Uh, there's there's no more time than now that it fits. Um, and I was thinking about it, not to make the whole big switch, but whatever. Numbers, the numbers say it. The numbers say it. And I would, like the number four shows up a lot of places in my life. Uh, that's an angel number of protection. Uh, my favorite football player, Brett Favre, before he started robbing people, he was number four. Uh, my rugby number in high school uh, was number four. Um, 444 by Jay-Z is a big album. But I've always been a big four fan. And, like, <laughs> that almost sounded like a Ford fan. Like, I would have Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes pissing on, like, the number six, because that's a Chevy number, I guess. I don't know. Um, but no, just fours always show up. And I know that it's, like, one of those, like, cognitive dissonance, uh, your mind tricking you into seeing things more than you see it. But, like, I see 444 on clocks a lot. Um, I catch fours in, like, in the wild a lot. Um, so, yes, I believe in woo-woo nonsense. Um, but the amount of people, it's one of those, like, once enough people believe in it, that's what I'm like, okay, it's time to shift focus and to find something new because it's kind of bullshit, you know, not like, 
not like one of those like I saw it before everybody else, but you know, like right when a band becomes like too popular, like Fall Out Boy, my favorite band, um, or even Sum Forty One, my other favorite band, like either one of those, like their early stuff is so great because that's just who they are, and then like the, the business gets involved. And then they have to be like, all right, well, we already have this fan base. The NFL. The, N- the NFL is the best thing. The NFL has ruled television for almost 100 years or over 100 years. But, like, within the last 10 years, they're like, well, we need to get more females involved and we need to get, like, other people involved. So, like, you see, like, Breast Cancer Awareness Month... They're in all pink. Uh, they weren't this year because I don't think Susan G. Komen uh, advertises with them anymore. Or, like, they don't pay because, like, Susan G. Komen owns the color pink in October. Um, but, like, they start doing all these, like, ad campaigns. And they change the game to make it, like, more palatable for more sensitive people. And not even, like, snowflakes are sensitive and ruining the game. I still love football. Um, once they finally go to flag football... Uh, because they don't want people getting hurt ever. Like, they don't, like, they'll find a way to stop people from getting sprained ankles, uh, if they can. But, like, I'll still watch it, because I think football is incredible. But, like, compared to the early 2000s, when, like, they were taking people's heads off, and people were, like, getting carted off the field, and, like, you had videos of, that's, you just got jacked up. Like, people getting fucking murdered on the field. And now if somebody gets, like, a helmet-to-helmet, like, we have, like, a prayer vigil at halftime for them uh, because they're going to wake up with a headache and, like, aren't going to be able to play for a week and a half. Like, so it's, it's, and yes, concussions are a real thing, but, like, it used to be perfect. And then they just, like, want to get more people involved, so they have to water it down a little bit and sell out a little bit. And that's kind of what, like, numerology and spirituality and woo-woo nonsense is going through right now. And you see it, I posted something about it the other day, where there's, like, and I know, like, there was, like, the DDP yoga. Um, let me give you the premise, then explain why I'm pissed about it. I just woke up uh, not too long ago. Um, the reason why I haven't recorded and, and put this out in a couple weeks is, one, it was the holidays. Get a life. Uh, you don't need me shitting all over Christmas, <laughs> all right? Because there's not going to be... I know me. I like Christmas. I like relaxing. I like that it was created um, from mushrooms. It's great. You get along with your... If you get along with your family, cool. If you love the baby Jesus, great. Like, this is your Super Bowl. But, like, I don't know. I It's just part... It's the, it's the string that holds me together is I would have to shit all over fucking... Like, me shitting all over reindeer is why they'd be brown. You know what I mean? And the only reason Rudolph would have the red nose is because I missed it. You know, like that's where I would be. And you don't need that. Like, it's a cheery time. I love New Year's. Christmas can go fuck itself. All right. Like, it's not even supposed to be on this day or on that day. Not today is this day. But like it was stolen from the pagans to like get more Christian. Like, there we go. (laughs) Like you're watering it down to get everybody. Christianity used to be perfect. It was a mushroom cult to get people to talk directly to Jesus and to God. Uh, by taking uh, a mushroom drink that made you talk to spirits, and then they watered it down so they could get more people who are squares. That's the problem. Okay? But no, I woke up uh, 
today to do it because Ashley's been in the house. I can't record this with other people in the house. I can't have people. I have to have right from my brain, right to my mouth, onto the internet. I can't double guess it, triple guess it, second guess it is what I was looking for. So today I had to wake up, slam my pills real quick, and then get to recording. So once my pills hit, this might be a completely different podcast. Like we're, you're going to get like radiation in the first 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and then the second half. No promises on the exact timestamp, but you'll be able to tell, I'm sure. Um, like when I do a set, I can tell when the drugs are wearing off. Like on Sunday. Um, all right, we're going to get to it. See, this is what's happening. I forget what the premise was that I was setting up. Oh, same thing with like spirituality. Like now they're trying to get everybody. All right. Like I saw a commercial on facebook.com for dude yoga and it was like all the yoga, none of the spirituality. And it's like, well, now you're just, now it's not yoga. Now it's stretching. The difference between yoga and stretching is one that it's like more segmented, not segmented, like related movements and it flows better. Two, you're in touch with yourself, your body, the universe, your thoughts. It's supposed to be like a spiritual act. It's like a it's like praying while moving and you like hold your intention and like follow your breathing. So like being yoga without the spiritual nonsense is not yoga. So it's like being watered down to that. And I don't know, like, I know DDP yoga was a thing, but, like, I feel, I didn't do it, but he still called it yoga, not, like, and, like, dude yoga, it's like, you're a man, you don't have feelings, we don't care, like, uh, spirituality is against God, you pray on your knees, not while you're doing it, alright, not while you're stretching, and dude yoga, nobody comes near you during Downward Dog because we don't want you afraid that somebody's gonna put it in your butt because that's what yoga is. And it's like, nah, yoga, like, a lot of people couldn't do it. A lot, like, when I first started doing it, I was really, really bad at it. When, and it turns out it's very, very hard. But, like, the spiritual part's very important to it. I might do yoga after this if I have time. Because um, I work now, at like, not like I work now, um, I've always had a job, I was just like out for a minute uh, with the COVID-19, COVID-19, um, and then like th- my last job shut down, um, and so like now I started a new job, which has like way better hours for me in my life, so it's cool, I can wake up at 8.30, get something like this done, and then go to work, um, and then get off work, and then Go do open mics. Like, hurrah, huzzah. But, uh, no. Uh, it is New Year's. It's fun. Um, I worked at the improv for New Year's weekend with, uh, the legend Greg Fitzsimmons. Super cool guy. Um, called me by Jay, or called me Jay for two nights. Um, and then it's, he probably misheard me and then said it on stage. And it's always like a weird, like, when do you tell some like when do you correct somebody because you can't be a bitch about it right you can't be like um actually it's ray like after the first time because maybe it's a slip of tongue and he was on stage the first time he said it so like maybe he slipped up on stage and i've done it a thousand times all right like somebody will tell me um fucking tenna uh she's a comic out of indianapolis area i met her in noblesville i called her tina on stage 
And she and like there were six people in the crowd because I don't poll as well as Craig Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. That was what I was gonna call him as a joke, uh, since he called me Jay. Um, but Greg Fitzsimmons, like he, there weren't as many, so she could be like, "It's ten uh, while I was on stage." And I was like, "Thank you for correcting me." Like that's an appropriate amount because I'm nobody. But for me to be like, "Um, excuse me, Greg Fitzsimmons. Uh, my name's Ray, not Jay." Um, after the first time he fucked it up, I'm not gonna do that. So I waited until the second time, uh, and I was like, hey, just so you know, it's Ray, and he's like, oh, shit, my bad, and then he made a, he made a point to let me know that he knew my name, and I was like, that's per like, I completely get it, I figured that you slipped up, it was just the second time that I did it, I didn't want to, like, jump on it, because you've got enough going on, like, I'm probably the eight millionth host you've met in your life, um, and you're gonna, like, whatever, but no, um, great shows, great dude, uh, Dion Curry, who was the feature, was very fun as well, he brought his girlfriend with him, um, I don't know her last name, I know her first name, but I'm not gonna, like, dox her on this podcast that so many, so many people <laughs> listen to, um, but she was great too, um, it was a really good time, and it's one of those, like, fun comedy f things of, like, the shows were great, and then after you're done, like, the hang is so much fun, and, like, you're just having a good time in the green room in between shows and just, like, cracking each other up. Not, like, and it's, like, new comics always will, like, come to the group and try to run bits and shit. And it's not, like, a like, it's not like we ran bits, but, like, we're just, like, old school around the table after the open mic or before the open, just, like, busting balls, being funny. And then you go out there and, like, the show continues on stage a little bit. Like, good old school comedy that, like... <clears throat> I'm not saying doesn't exist anymore because obviously it exists, but like good old fashioned ball busting, calling people out, having a lot of fun, and everybody knows like everybody knows it's fun, right? And then you can just like go out there and have fun. And this weekend I had maybe the best consecutive weekend of shows uh, at the Improv in Milwaukee, which is Brookfield, um, which is a very suburban, tight, white crowd. Um, and especially even hosting, like I, I had a good weekend, um, because I mean, I'm not going to say names, but it's somebody I found out bombed five sets in a row made me very, 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 it made me way too happy. It's something I need to work on, uh, myself. And that's something that I'm going to work on in 2024. I'm going to be less spiteful. Um, I'm not going to like forget who's, who's been what and who's done what and who's said what. I think that's important. Like, you should never forget. And I'm not going to forgive, but I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to ruminate on it. Because I've been way too happy about it for, like, I found out about it last Wednesday. I found, about it, I found out about it a week ago. And I was like, well, great. Now I'm so excited about it. I'm going to eat dicks my entire weekend uh, at the improv. And I didn't. Like, after the first set, I was like, well, didn't, didn't bomb five sets in a row. Can't bomb five sets in a row if you, well, I had six sets. I guess I could have, but like I couldn't bomb the whole weekend if I did well the first show. And I would say the last show was the closest I came to having not a great set, but that was just like a light, late show on a Sunday. It was 10 o'clock on a Sunday night uh, going into New Year's, and there were like a hundred some people compared to like the three, four, three, four hundred people. Like it was maybe 200, like it was like half full versus all the way full in the room. And like, they just were like very tepid. And so I just like was calling them out like hardcore. Um, and like some of them loved it. Some of them hated it. Um, but like, 
that was my goal for the weekend was like we're not letting Brookfield win this time. We're going out there. We're throwing heat. We're not bending backwards, bending over backwards to make them laugh. They're either going to meet us halfway or they're going to meet us all the way there or they're not going to get it and they're going to know. And that's what I did with the Sunday crowd. It's like I know these jokes are funny. I I just lit this same room on fire an hour and a half ago. And so you're wrong. I you're the one who's wrong, not me. Um, and then they like got on board, like, and that's, I don't know. And just calling them out, be like, you came, you left the comfort of your house on new year's Eve because you don't know anybody as entertaining as we are. So you have to pay money to come out here and you're not going to be impressed by what we're doing. Like, I know these jokes work and maybe they're not your flavor, but like, I know that they're funny. I know they're funny enough. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, no green drink in the morning. I mean, we might have time to have some green drink, but uh, green drink is afternoon for vitamins. Uh, this was electrolytes. Electrolytes are in the morning. Uh, green drinks in the afternoon slash maybe my second drink before I go to work. Um, but yeah, that was fun. Um, on Friday, I was already booked to do like the evening at the improv thing that they do. It's like a local-ish showcase um, when like since it was like since Greg's weekend was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, um, instead of Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, they had a late show on Friday night that was like local showcase, um, and I was on that. I had a great, great set. I loved that set. Um, it was a good time. Like was playing around with some new stuff. Um, cross, like just a, like the best set I've had at that improv. And it was because I was free. I had a warm up set earlier in the night. So like, I already knew the stage. I knew I was feeling it and we just like rolled with it. Right. Crushed. Then, um, Caitlin Chemilowski, if I said that right, she came up after and she's very, very funny. She's out of uh, Chicago. She came up after me. She had a very fun, good set. Um, and then, <laughs> Uh, Elijah Holbrook, who's a Milwaukee local guy, goes up, gets a minute into his set, and then the lights go on in the back, and he's like, yeah, do I have to, like, address what's going on in the back back there? Uh, and somebody had, like, passed out and fallen out of their seat, and then, like, was unconscious and, like, unresponsive, uh, and people were, like, freaking out, um, and, like... They had to bring up the house lights. We brought Elijah off stage. Um, they had to call the ambulance. While the ambulance was on its way, um, the guy just, like, threw up, like, projectile vomited all over the back area. Uh, and then just, like, they had to wheel him out with an ambulance, like, on the stretcher and all of that. Um, and, like, the guy gave the, like, this is a very NFL-heavy podcast, but he, like, gave, like, the thumbs up and, like, a wave on his way out. Like, he was somebody that was, like, paralyzed from the legs down uh, from a hit. And uh, so we're like, okay, this show is, like, for sure over. Uh, but no, the show must go on. Uh, they went out and, like, cleaned up the puke, um, and then we got started right back up. But, and, like, the show was, like, paused for, like, 20 minutes, half hour-ish, and so, like, I don't know, there was, like, a bunch of time, and in that window of time, uh, which is very inappropriate, but very, very cool, uh, 
like because I already had my set, and then I'm in the green room, and once I'm done with my last, I don't go up on stage. Uh, very rarely do I go on stage now uh, after having any sort of uh, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Any sort of uh, mind-altering chemicals, if you will. Like I don't drink anymore. Um, but I do smoke weed. Uh, I, this was, uh, since I was inside, I was vaping, uh, weed, not that I would ever do it inside or in the state of Wisconsin. Um, but like after I got off stage, started hitting the vape, I'm in a good space. I just fucking had two good sets in a row. Um, then somebody dies in the fucking showroom, which is very, very, very scary when you're a little high, but then like, it's kind of like, we see it's kind of working out. So we start having a little bit of fun now with like, the guy fucking dying. He's not. He didn't die. He didn't die. But like saying he passed. Like that's too many words. We're just gonna say that he died. Um, he died for that show. He came back to life once he got back outside. Right. So like, what? Like that happening. Like we were just like tight about it. And we're a bunch of like it's a room full of comedians. It's seven comics in a room, just like having just like a blast talking about it because it's wild. It's insane. Um, but two different people on Instagram followed me while they're stretching the guy out from the showcase, like people in the showroom from the showcase that I just did. They were both in there watching this person, uh, being stretched out. And then they fucking follow me on Instagram. And then one of them sends me rewrites to a joke that I'm working on. And then like, what <laughs> like hey man somebody's dying 40 feet from you i appreciate it like and, and that's why it's like i don't like i'm usually i just be like hell yeah like this rules somebody's dying <laughs> and they thought to find which is like great like i'm on the top of your mind i get it i love it um uh, thanks welcome <laughs> welcome aboard it's kind of fitting that that's when you did it if you uh enjoyed me that much um, but let's have a little bit of a self-awareness, all right? We're trying not to be known for that, okay? Like, I get it. Like, your one-track mind, you have it on, like, hey, I really liked him. I've got 20 minutes now. Let's do some research, okay? Like, yes, I get it. I appreciate it. That's my, that's how my brain works as well. But when there's somebody dying, uh, less than a football field away from you, I mean, half a football field, a 20-meter dash, 20-yard dash away from you, uh, 40, no, it wasn't even a 40. I was, I was stretching to make that football. Um, but when there's somebody who's like on a stretcher behind you, maybe don't rewrite up. And especially if you're not getting paid to be, you paid money to be at the show. Okay. You're, you paid money to see me in like, in the least, like, Hey, I know what I'm doing here, chief. Like, but like, don't rewrite my bit. And make it wasn't good. It wasn't a good rewrite. And then they, the thing that I actually made me respect it, because I like sent them a thanks message back, because like how the fuck are you supposed to deal with that? And then after the sh after the show, uh, the guy fucking just like sends me another fucking tag to it, and it's just like ah guy, I'm not even gonna respond to this. Like I'm sorry, I'm too high right now, and now like. I usually like to hang out in like the lobby and say hello to people, but after that one, I was just like, "No, nah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna go home." Um, 
So, but thank you for following me, uh, nice new people. Uh, there's a there's a good handful of you guys from this past weekend. Uh, so if you make your way over to this, uh, thank you uh, for making your way over to this. Thanks for coming out. Um, it was a good weekend, except for that last show. You guys could go fuck yourselves. I did have a guy come up to me <laughs> afterwards and be like, hey, you do know that you're funnier than you think you are. And I was like, hey, man, I want you to understand uh, that me... Uh, going off on the crowd was not me worried about me being funny. It was me making sure that you knew that I was being funny. Because I knew that I was being funny. Um, alright. Maybe we'll do that part later. Yeah, we'll do that part later. Because that's gonna be a new... So, like, we'll, we'll do it real quick. I'm starting to do, like, a lifting thing. Um, starting to go to the gym again uh, with... Uh, my buddy JL Kirking, uh, he's a newer comic. I mean, he's been doing it for a while, but like he's he gave me the breakdown. He's a new comic, um, but like we had like last like a few weeks ago at Comedy on State, we were just like talking shit, um, and we decided to do like a weight loss challenge thing. But then like that turned into like let's just lift and try to be in shape and we'll come up with like content eventually uh we'll figure it out so like we've got like loose ideas on it um so we'll figure something out with that and so keep an eye out for some sort of content with that uh but we started working out again and it turns out he like knows how to like work out very well uh and i'm the most sore i've ever been and like since i started this new job at the the i'm not gonna say where because like there's it's there's a charity involved, and just in case somebody gets pissed, I don't want money to get away from the charity. Um, but I work for a store that that reuses and recycles things that are donated to them to raise money to help build affordable housing for people in Waukesha County. Um, give them, like, a habitat. Um, like, hu giving humanity a habitat. And there's a number involved. Oh, wow. There's another four. Hey, guys. The numbers. The numbers always come back around. This year's for karma. Uh, but no, so just to, like, build on me being the most charitable person you know, I work for a nonprofit and a charity now. Uh, but a lot of it's just, like, lifting a bunch of heavy shit, uh, like chairs and couches and cadenzas, credenzas, uh, siennas, uh fucking GMC Yukons. Um, but no, just like lifting like fucking sewing machines and um, all this crazy shit from that like people donate and then we resell it. So like my body is like torched right now until I get used to it. It's insanity. Um, but we're going to get super ripped and you're going to have to deal with that. So... Um, but yeah, this year, Patreon, we're gonna, I don't know exactly what we're gonna do for the Patreon. Uh, we still have the coffee club. I have to find a new place to source coffee from because that coffee shop is now closed. Um, and I have less control over it than I did in the past. So, uh, I gotta figure that out, but that'll be fine. That'll be figured out before the next shipment. Um, so join the coffee club, patreon.com slash W-I-R-R. -R. 
Um, you get at least a half pound of coffee every month. Um, if I get a good deal or something cool where uh, it's extra or um, I just feel like I can give you more and still make a little bit of money because I hate making money, apparently. Uh, but I, now I need, the point of this, I need to make money now. All right, I'm working part time at the new job. I'm door dashing on the side. I'm doing this so I have more time uh, to put it all into comedy. But I'm also moving in the summer, so I need money. So um, join the Patreon. Um, $5 a month gets you the video of the podcast. You can see me uh, with the alien behind me lifting up the world. Um, so if video is more your speed, you get that. I throw the song on the end. I don't know how long that's going to last. They're trying to give me a copyright strike. Uh, so like if I ever put like the link public public... Um, that'll be a problem. So, like, they might shut down my YouTube. And it's 2024. I'm a comic. I need my YouTube, so I can't, um, be taken down, um, on YouTube. Especially with all of the followers that I have on there. It's not a whole bunch. Go like me on YouTube. Um, follow me on YouTube. But, uh, so we'll figure out the song thing. I might do, like, another, like, a bonus episode of some sort. Um, but sitting down to do one episode a week currently, um, is a little tough. But now I have Mondays, so whatever. We'll figure something like that out. Um, there'll be, especially if there's ever ads, uh, which hopefully is coming soon. Um, that's cool. Um, but like there'll never be ads on the Patreon one. Uh, you get the video, you get the song at the end until I have to stop doing the song. Um, the $25 tier is the coffee club until I figure out how to make shipping cheaper. Uh, I don't know why I'm explaining it to you. A pound of coffee uh, costs a good amount of money. Half a pound of coffee costs a decent amount of money. Shipping costs money. I want to make a couple bucks, okay? You're supporting an artist. You're not just paying for the coffee. You're paying to help me. Um, and then there's a tier uh, for $3 a month that if you just want to throw money at me, you can you can do that. Um, I do that just because, I mean, you don't get anything special. You can say that you're a patron. I don't know. You can say that at some point I'll probably do something nice for those people as well. Give them a shout-out or something on the podcast. Um, so we'll start that right now. Harrison Poole. Thank you. Um, so you can add, uh, your name to that list of people who just throws $3 a month at me. All right. Um, that helps if I got a hundred people to do that, that's $300. That's almost half my rent. Okay. So, um, we need a hundred people to do that. Or you could be super cool and do the $5 one, uh, where I make like two dollars more and that's more helpful because if a hundred people do that that's five hundred dollars and that's much much closer you dig um but yeah so um since we're leaning heavy into this i would greatly appreciate it uh if you join the patreon um if you come into a live show please come to a live show if you're if i'm anywhere close to you i'm good right now guys i'm and in the most humble way possible uh I'm I'm hitting a stride. I'm getting real, real good. Um, even the bad shows are fun. Even, like, the best shows are, are great. The bad shows are good. Um, think of the best comic you know. Not, like, not like Tom Segura or any of, like, if you only know, like, a Tom Segura or, like, a Burt Kreischer or fucking Theo Vaughn. Um, like, just miss me with that. All right, I'm not, I haven't been doing it for 30 years or whatever. Um, but, like... Whoever, like, the best comic you've seen live at, like, your local comedy club that, like, oh, I know him. He does comedy in fucking 
Baltimore better than him. All right or her, I'm up there. Okay, I I'm I'm swinging. All right, come see a show. It's good. You won't regret it. Bring an extra couple bucks to buy some coffee because that I'll have that there. Like it's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. Um, and I mean it's and again advocating for myself. It's it's good right now. All right, and it's gonna keep getting better. Um, and it's not gonna stop. So like, why? And I and again, like I said at the beginning, I'm not gonna forgive. I'm not gonna forget. I'm gonna remember, but I'm not gonna ruminate on it. I know who's I know who's where on this whole train. Okay, we're nine years in. I celebrated nine years uh, since my last or since my first mic uh, ever, or since the first time ever doing comedy. Um, while I was on the break from the podcast, like I'm good right now. Uh, I know who's been there for me. I know who's been making it more difficult for me. I I know normal people who fuck with this, and I know the people who don't and say that they're going to show up and and then don't show up. Like I rem- you remember, everybody remembers. So like I it, what if slash when this kicks off and like we actually really start doing this full time and and are actually known and all that other shit. Um I'm going to know and I will and especially then I will definitely have time to be like, "Nah, this person didn't fuck with me at all and didn't help at all." Because that's there's nothing more that people love to do than to take credit for other people's success, and um, I'm not gonna let you do that. That's just not my that's not my thing. So start supporting now, and you can like be part of the whole thing, and it'll be super fun. And you can be like, I remember when he was like pseudo begging people to give him money so he can keep going on his podcast, and I helped. I supported Ray Roberts. You know, doesn't that sound cool? Like, once I'm, like, one of the best comics in America, like, best known, because I would say I'm up there, um, not, like, and that's not even in a conceited way, I'm in the top 25 to 10%, uh, just based off of what I've seen all over the country, and that's fine, that's fair, that's still a lot of people that are above me, and I'm fine saying that. Um, but yeah, so I don't know, patreon.com slash W-I-R-R, I am in La Crosse, uh, Wisconsin this weekend, right across the river from Minnesota, um, doing a show there for the first time, uh, that'll be a good, good time, um, then after that, I am in Sheboygan on the 13th, uh, up in Oshkosh on the 19th. Uh, in Madison on the 27th, then I am in Erie, Pennsylvania on the 3rd of February, then I'm going to be in New York City, Brooklyn stand-up, uh, I'm going to be in Brooklyn on the 4th of February, I forgot about that, that's going to be super fun, that's going to be a long fucking drive home to make work on Tuesday, but fuck me, um, yeah, so that's gonna be super cool. Uh, who is RayRoberts.com? I have to update the website at some point. We might do that tonight or tomorrow, um, or Friday before we leave for lacrosse. But keep an eye out for it. Um, but thank you so much uh, for listening. Thank you for supporting. I know, like the last five minutes was me just bitching about things, but hey, we're trying to do something cool. Uh, we need a little help sometimes uh, with a little help from my friends. But no, thanks for listening. Uh, welcome back, and we'll have another episode next week for the people uh, who aren't on the Patreon. You have a good rest of your day.